Okay, this is session four of our public access campaign. Uh, let's do a brief recap. Excuse me. Um, when we last left off, the uh, three of the latchkeys were on their way to rescue the fourth latchkey who had found himself locked in a storage locker. Um, at the me plus myself self-storage facility by uh, Atafoy85, who turned out to be uh, Dieter, Dieter, Dieter Hoskins, who uh, has been working to quell the influence of Zagreus by threatening and hitting people. You also met the big man. Uh, well, the rest of you met the big man. Brian met him earlier. But uh, before we get too far, I'd like to just give Brian a little moment before being rescued by uh, the other latchkeys. Brian, you would have found yourself tied to a chair in this storage locker that would be mostly bare, but for, uh, you know, an old cot, a shelf of some things, some uh, canned food evidence that Atafoy had been living there for the last little while. I think, I think I'd like a meddling move from you to see if you pick up on any potentially useful clues. Okie dokie. Uh, and this is tied to a chair. Uh, aside from like just looking around, there's not any physical action Brian could be taking right now. Is that Does that sound correct to you? If you would like to frame it as you breaking free of the chair and rooting through the stuff, that also works for me. It's going to be the same role for you, whether it's vitality or reason. So, okay, okay. Uh, well, let's stick with with reason. Um, as an aside, does anyone else hear like self storage and immediately think like that? That should be like Japanese pod hotels. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I've I've seen too much pawn shop to to think of that, unfortunately. Uh, that is a seven altogether. Nice. Okay. So there will be a slight complication. Um, but I think what you are going to find is... Oh, I was going to go to something else, but... No, let's do this. You found, as you were rooting around, or as, no, you wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, I'll let you uh, keep it, because here's your complication. While you were looking around the room waiting to be rescued, you found a battered 1980s McKids Sears shoebox. After being rescued by your fellow latchkeys and uh, getting to actually get your hands on it, you opened it to find it contains a well-preserved heart. 
here's your complication. How are you feeling about that? Uh, I think grossed out is is the immediate feeling. Just realizing this is this is organ meat in a box unrefrigerated. Very well preserved, though, but I'd like you to take the grossed out condition, please. And uh, did we do Dawn questions? Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. Brian, I don't remember if, have you changed your Dawn questions yet? Uh, uh oh. Uh, I have not. All right. Uh, did you go out of your way in your short, short, brief session last week? Did you go out of your way to reconnect with Deep Lake? Or were you vulnerable? I don't believe so. Um, let me see here. I was. Um, I don't think I went out of my way to reconnect with Deep Lake. Was I vulnerable with someone? Um, I could argue that I was vulnerable with someone. Uh, I think Brian expressed that they weren't sure if their actions were directly responsible for um, Casey being eaten by the house on Escondido Street. I'll take it. Uh, grab your next XP. That'll give you an advance. Oh, sweet. And for... When you finished that, and for everyone else, don't forget to change your questions if you're changing your questions. Do you not have to change your questions in this You one? do not have to. Oh, interesting. It's encouraged, but uh, you don't have to. And I don't think we have any Don questions or Don moves. So let's talk about your new mystery. The mystery is called Slumber Party Summoning Circle. Eric is. <laughs> uh, Erica, you were friends as a younger person uh, with someone in Deep Lake named Samantha Harrington. She still lives here. Back then, Samantha was a real hellraiser. Uh, what was a time that Erica and Samantha got, or sorry, when Samantha got the both of you in real trouble? So, Samantha kind of had this little habit of shoplifting and usually most of the time it was just like you know bracelets from claire's or whatever just like small shit but this one time she got it into her head to go to fye and just try to steal a bunch of electronics like this really new cd player like portable cd player and everything and a bunch of other stuff and obviously she got caught in the way out um and we both got caught because of those door alarms that are louder than hell. And we ended up with 
misdemeanor charges. Luckily, we were underage, so that got sealed in the juvenile records. And my uncle was also able to, like, knock that charge down a little. But it wasn't great. It's not a good look. Great. Well, Erica's friend, Samantha, has in, uh, let's say, the night after Brian gets back. Uh, you've been invited to her house for a slumber party for adults. You all attended, perhaps reluctantly. The slumber party was also attended by a few of Samantha's local friends and was mostly an excuse Mostly an excuse to get together, drink, and catch up. Samantha did, however, plan a few classic summer party activities and treats. Prank phone calls, a game of girl talk, and even gift bags stuffed with Lisa Frank stickers and friendship bracelets. Question for everybody to paint the scene. How did Samantha decorate her house to invoke the feeling of a 1980s girls slumber party? I think that there are like hanging from the walls and also like the ceiling just kind of like cut out construction paper patterns of the gem and the holograms logo. It's like the star and everything and it's also in just like that kind of like foil like bright pink foil that you can get and cut patterns out of. Thank you. I don't even know what to picture here. This is a little bit outside of my experience. You weren't a teenage girl in the 80s? I was not. Uh, I think there are crepe paper streamers in like um, just just sort of swagged across different rooms and entryways um, in um, what I would call troubling color combinations, um, pink and orange, green and purple, um, red and yeah, red and yellow doesn't really work for me. Um, yeah, in in um, bright color combinations, we'll say. Excellent. Uh, has is there, if there's a pool in the backyard? Maybe she has like dragged some lights out to like try to like light up the pool in the back but they're not like meant for that so they're just sort of like extension cords with lamps <laughs> i don't know that's even dangerous but whatever that is that's a terrible idea and i am uncomfortable yep. with like just <laughs> thinking about it reminds me of that uh picture of a above ground pool with a uh power uh, the thing you plug into the wall with all the power power plugs on the end and it's floating on a flip-flop 
that oh, people God. have God. things in. <laughs> <laughs> what picture you mean? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Get like a surge protector, like that's yeah. yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, near the end of the night. Samantha produced something extra special from her closet, a copy of The Crying Circle, a little-known board game from the 1980s that was originally marketed as a competitor to Hasbro's Ouija, Ouija board. The Crying Circle is actually a kit for performing a summoning ritual. It includes a game board that unfolds into an altar, a plastic athame, a cassette tape with discordant music and chanting on it, battery-operated candles, and the Tome of Sadness, a booklet with sad stories and question prompts that are posed to participants as they play. The idea is you set up your little summoning circle using the items in the box and then take turns reading stories and prompts from the Tome of Sadness in order to get participants to cry. If everyone sheds at least one tear, Yayorona, a figure from Mexican folklore, will appear and grant the group a single wish. Samantha set up the game and then read aloud the opening invocation. Ya Yorona, Ya Yorona, gather our tears. We shed them for you, O Mother of Sadness. Show us you are near. Then everyone took turns reading from the Tome of Sadness. For each of you, which question or story made the Tome, sorry, from the Tome of Sadness finally made you cry, even if only just a little, and why? Uh, which question or what was the other word you uh, had there? Which question or story made you cry and why? Oof. Um, I think there is a page. Um, it is, it's a, it's, um, white text on a black background that has the question and I'm cribbing this from TikTok. Um, what did you want to do with your life when you were young? What did your parents want you to do with your life? What are you doing now? And are you happy? And I think Brian um, covers up a, 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 a teary eye after reading that out loud. Digging into that just a tiny bit. Why did that make Brian cry? Um, I think... I think Brian doesn't want to doesn't want to do uh what he thinks his dad wants him to do which is to take over the car dealership. Um he's sort of he's been sort of happy delivering pizza but he knows it's not sustainable. Very good. Thank you. Erica or Shane? I think that 
the question that made Erica tear up was so La Llorona is associated with like this kind of tale about like this woman who murdered her children so there's like this theme of like you know motherhood and such and just to, there to was, touch on that slightly because it might come up not just murdered her children drowned them yeah um i think a question that came up was uh what is the happiest memory that you have with your mother and this made erica tear up because they really couldn't think of one You? Shane. I think Shane sees the question, where will you go when you're the last one left? And it's kind of a weird question. And he doesn't really understand it, but it gets to him because he is afraid of that pretty much. He's afraid of, of being all of his friends moving away and finding people more interesting of, of people leaving him of just ending up in a like house on the edge of town all by himself forever. Well, I paint the scene for us as players now. How do we know it actually worked that all that you all brought something into the world by playing the crying game or the crying circle? The pool, I'm assuming that we are maybe either in the backyard or in a room next to the backyard, and suddenly the wind changes and there is not the scent of chlorine, but the scent of salt water. Nice. Um, those those uh, lighting fixtures, the the lights that have been taken outside next to the pool, um, flick out one by one by one. Very good. I imagine with ominous. Even though they're just tiny end table lamps and stuff. I think we see we see bubbles coming up from the center of the pool. Not not small bubbles, like you know, from like a fish or some sort of amphibian or something, but like large bubbles as if someone's underwater screaming. And when they get to the top and pop, all you can hear is the sound of weeping. Very good. Well, after this display, one of the party attendees, Linnea Rodenbecker, went catatonic, blank-faced, seemingly unaware of her surroundings and unable to speak. The party immediately ended. 
Samantha agreed to watch over Linnea for the rest of the night while everyone else went home. The next morning, Samantha came to you for help. Linnea hasn't gotten any better and might be possessed by whatever you all brought into the world. First order of business is to find out what's possessing her. A sorrowful, sorrowful ghost or something more demonic? Which leads to your threshold question. Is Linnea possessed by a sorrowful ghost or something more demonic in nature? This is a complexity four question and we'll unlock the following appropriate question. You also still have the Zagreus mystery and the Deep Lake Lurker active. Uh, just in case I didn't link it in a place you saw, there's the new link to the Keeper. I see there's only one other user on it right now, so just want to make sure. I had to update it because of a bug. So. Yeah, sorry, I'll need to grab that link. Yep, put it in see. Zoom chat. Totally spaced. I keep I keep our keeper uh keepers pinned in my browser and I just I forgot to switch it. I should have made like a header in the old one. So a couple things that I will note, they're already in the keeper. Uh, you have two side characters already associated with this mystery. Obviously you have Samantha Harrington, who when you last saw her was wearing an oversized sweater and hair scrunchies and dramatic eye makeup. She has a snaggle tooth and she's still in town because she had to take care of her ailing elderly parents and never left Deep Lake. Uh, her parents have passed. She has an obligation to stay and take care of the house, which she inherited. In fact, she always wears oversized sweaters and hair scrunchies. It isn't just an 80s thing, it's her aesthetic. When last you saw Linnea Rodenbecker, she had her blonde hair pulled into a ponytail and was wearing a pink guardian pink cardigan and chinos. As you might have guessed by the name, the Rodenbeckers are a very important family in Deep Lake. They have a whole street named after them that you are currently staying on. Right now, you only have one location associated with this mystery. That is Samantha Harrington's house. There is also, you don't know this because you've been there, but there is the Rodenbecker Ranch, where presumably uh, Linnea lives. There are still, you have the Zagreus mystery, you cannot currently resolve right now. You don't know how. 
but you have a lot of clues for it. Um, you can start exploring ideas there. You also have the Deep Lake Lurker. You've got three clues on that, and it's a complexity four threshold question there. So there's options there, but let's talk about what we want to do today. Anyone have any ideas? With everything that happened last time, I think Shane is is looking to to finish up with Zagreus because clearly, even though uh, you know Adafoy released Brian, like that's I think he kind of wants to put a pin in that so that way it's not just lurking around and potentially waiting to change his mind about kidnapping people. Okay. So what are you, where are you thinking of going? Do you want to, uh, we'll say so, that um, Adafoy is staying with his sister now at uh, the, uh, the, What are they called? Motor motor inns? The motor inn in town. The Deep Lake Motor Inn. Um, so I think there's two things. Uh, one is calling that person, and the other one is going back to the arcade to investigate the cabinet some more calling uh uh sync yeah all right you could probably do both you could call Sinkerly from the house okay. uh anyone else Oh, there's so many choices. Mm -hmm. I'm torn between like, we're so close to being able to Maybe do something with the Deep Lake Lurker, but also, like, Amber's not here. So I think maybe I think I'll wait on pursuing stuff at Deep Lake a little more, maybe till Martin's around. Um... So we can get like more of that in. Uh... So is is Linnea still with Samantha, like at her house? 
or she was when Samantha came to ask for your help. Yeah, I think I think Erica's gonna go um like either with Samantha or to are the what are the are there locations for Slumber Party Summoning Circle? Or? There's Samantha Harrington's house and the Rodenbecker Ranch where oh. Lene lives, but when you last yeah. saw when you last talked to Samantha, she was at the Harrington house. Yeah, uh, Erica's going to go to the Harrington house then. Same here. All right, okay. So I think let's start with Sean's phone call. Sean, where in the house are you You taking this call? Um, I think there's maybe... <laughs> Sorry, dog. Um, I don't know where in the house. I know, I know that I want it to be one of those phones with a super, super long cord. Of course. And like, so I guess like maybe maybe on the main floor of the house, and it can be, um, I don't know, on a wall somewhere. But but chain is like walking into different rooms and actually getting it wrapped around like lamps and furniture and stuff and having to untangle it and it's it's uh one of those like beigey cords that has been stretched so long that like it used to have a nice curl now there's like little chunks where it's gotten like mass into itself it's like one of those like bones like on the wall with like the does it still have a rotary dial or does is this one like advanced enough to have uh, a keypad i think it has buttons but they're they're really huge and chunky nice i'm pretty okay. sure my family had that phone <laughs> <laughs> so you call the number that singerly 308 gave you uh yeah you'd be in the same time zone okay the voice on the other end will pick up after a couple rings and say yeah this is Dawson uh hi I'm looking for um uh, uh someone uh, uh person from a forum uh, talking about uh, a, a game called Zagreus there's a pause and he'll say is this uh depression party one <laughs> um yeah right hey uh yeah call me sam hi sam uh i'm shane good to put a name to a handle uh how can i help you sam or so shane. uh i want to do a trade of information and um i'm actually in deep lake and i have access to a working copy of the game if you want to verify anything that you thought you uh any theories that you have or or whatever 
theories like that's actually how aliens are communicating with us. What is it with everyone in the game this game on aliens? No, no, I'm joking. No. Uh arcade's a lunatic. Um I I don't know what I can tell you. I mean I interned back at Vertex in, in eighty two. It was a harsh place, long hours, few breaks, incoherent meetings from the senior dev team, and just a really creepy vibe. I mean, that sounds about right based on what I saw with it. But um, when I was, I got to play it, uh, I found a way into some hidden levels. And I was wondering if, if having worked there, you might know anything about, about that. Uh, do me a favor. Give me a medal with presence. My strong suit. They're pretty much the same across the board, except for sensitivity, so. Seven. He will be quiet for a minute, and he'll say, I, I don't have much from my time there. Um, but I will say that uh, the people who worked on that game, it, it started out as a different game, the Astral Void. But they were doing a lot of research, a lot more research than you would think, you know, you need for a, a stupid arcade game from the 80s. Research into, into what? I'm going to email you something a little later today. Uh, I don't know if it means anything, but I'll send it your way and you can figure it out. Okay. Uh, you've played it. That. Yeah. I you found did. secret levels. Yeah. Uh, at least nothing I've, I've heard anyone else talk about. It seemed pretty different from the rest of the game. How are your dreams, Shane? How are Shane's dreams? Well, you still have that uh, bonus of being able to talk to a dead person in your dream that you have not taken. But, because no uh, one's... Oh, I guess people... I know people, we know people who have died now because of the like lurker. Or wait, no. Do we know? No, no. We, have, we don't know anyone's died yet. Anyway. He'd say he's will say, like I worked there for a summer and they let me go. But for months after that, I had the same dream every night that I was still working at the office and programming for their games. Every night. If the dreams start, uh let me know. Uh I will. And and hey, um 
is sorry is is this person a also uh like um a moderator of the forums or are they just a no he's just a user okay so never mind uh i'm going to give you a condition uh dreading sleep ah uh, mood and the slight complication is you're going to get the clue a little later okay. actually it won't matter um because you won't be solving it till night so I'll, I'll give you the clue now it is an article on the three types of restless dead in greek oh. mythology the atafoi unburied dead the aeroi premature deaths and the Ooh, yep, violent deaths. By Thanatoi? Thanat? Yep, yeah, okay. Uh, that. You have an article on that from... Oh. from... Uh, Vertex. From Vertex? Yeah, it's like stamped with their their watermark. This is part of their their research for the game, and it it definitely goes into a lot more depth than you know a arcade game from the eighties would seem to need. Okay. Let's talk to the other latchkeys. Uh, so Samantha will have come to your house and then gone back to her place. So you are going to Samantha's house. Are we driving in Brian's car? Or... Sure. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's talk about Samantha Harrington's house. When she arrives at the door and lets you in, you will see that pizza boxes and empty beer cans from the slumber party are still strewn about. There's a black garbage bag that she had clearly just put down as she's tidying up. There is a Britney Spears poster on a wall. You aren't sure whether that's from the sleep slumber party or not. And there is, uh, you would have met him last, last night, Mr. Max, a very confused and slightly annoyed tabby. Big a move. the scene question for for everybody. Samantha Harrington never made it out of Deep Lake. What do you see that makes you think she desperately wants to be somewhere else? You know those cheap like palm tree art prints and like the, the kind of photography of places that you see when you buy picture frames, like the very, like, this is the shot you take of Paris. This is the shot you take of New York. Um, she has those actually in frames. Not, not like the ones from the frame store, but like, it's a very, like, obviously this is a professional photographer somewhere in some city taking this picture. It's not, they're not her pictures. Okay. But they're like cheap, generic, uh, like, foreign attraction photos 
yeah, the, all the pictures are, are all like somewhere other than here and obviously not by her. So like from that one section in Ikea? Yes. Yes, exactly that. All right. Uh, I'm not sure if this is, let's see here. Uh, she has a DVD box set. She has a couple DVD box sets of um, travel shows. Um, my mind immediately goes to no reservations with Anthony Bourdain, but I don't know if that is of the time, uh, but along those lines. Gotcha. my auditory processing like heard that as scrabble shows and i was really confused i was like like lingo or if you look on her bookshelf um you'll see those uh like travel guides for you know x y place the, the kind of thing you get if you're going to actually be going there, but they're on the top shelf and they're covered with just a, a layer of dust, which makes it very obvious they've never really been touched or at least haven't been touched in a really long time. Spines cracked or uncracked? Uncracked. Well... She will answer the door looking a little harried, a little tired, but she'll still smile and uh, she'll say, hey, hey, thank you so much for, for coming. Um, I know this is super fucking weird. Come no, on, of course. How are you? Like, here, come here. Just And Erica just like gives her a big hug. She'll she'll give you a big hug back and kind of close her eyes and go. Mm. We're here. We're here. Like, you don't gotta do this alone. Yeah, yeah. Just like what the hell, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been an interesting time since we've been back here in the Lake. Aren't you glad you came? Always fun to, you know, come back and see the old. And Erica just kind of pauses because they're about to say the old haunts, but decides that's not the best choice of words um, and just trails off. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, well, I put uh, Linnea in my, in my bedroom. Um, what what do we do? I I don't think we should bring her home. Is she like still living with her parents? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, have you seen their place? I'd live there too, if Daryl 
didn't live there. You would know that Daryl Roddenbecker is Linnea's father. And that Samantha hates him. This isn't a secret. Do we know why? Maybe you could ask. How is their relationship like? Is it worse now than it used to be? Or I mean, she's like his precious little doll still, you know? Like after you left, you know, she he made her do all that like purity bullshit. Oh super creepy. And like he's still the fucking biggest piece of shit in Degoya County. That son of a bitch thinks he runs everything around here just because he's got Rodenbecker money. I mean, he does have Rodenbecker money and he kind of does run everything around here, but he's an asshole about it. This seems like an A-B conversation, so I'm going to go see uh, what's going on by the pool. Um, and I think that investigation... Do you have any like diving rings or like those little plastic sticks you throw into the pool and they sort of sink to the bottom? Um, oh, that'll really yeah. help. Cool. Why? Uh, well, you know, we summoned a water ghost last night or what? what um, uh, La Yorna, what did we do? We played we that game and, um, you know. Yeah, but like, that's not, like Linnea just had like a break, right? Like, that had nothing to do with it, right? Just just go with it. Um, Brian, so, Brian, like, help take care of stuff out there. Oh, okay. And I think, uh, Dan, how do you feel about being Brian being sexually objectified by a girl who looks like an 80s escapee? Uh, I feel good about that. <laughs> She's going to lean into uh, Erica and just say, how do we get him to take off his shirt? That'll help the investigation, right? And Erica's like, I never thought of Brian that way. Just like internally and just like, Huh. I don't know. I mean, honestly, you could probably just ask him. He's that kind of person. Noted. She'll she'll watch Brian off, but not yet. It's still early in the day. But she'll kind of shake her head and say, uh, yeah, so I don't I don't know what to do here. Like, do I call an old priest and a young priest? Because I only know an middle-aged priest do you still like go to the church here oh god yes but only because really there's nothing else to do and my parents liked it what else am i going to do on a sunday morning sleep in yeah anyway uh, Father Martinez is, he's not, you know, bad. Yeah, I stopped going after I moved out of here. My parents, like, 
you know, like pretty much always made me go. But after getting out of here, I just, you know, I think I really, I think I kind of believed when I was younger, but after getting out of here, things just changed and I just didn't really feel it anymore. You know what I mean? But you feel it here? <laughs> Deep Lake? I, like, not really, but I was just, you know, I was looking for anything back then. You know, it's not like mom and dad were around that much. Fair. I mean, like, um, how does she, like, how's she looking? Like, she's breathing okay and stuff, right? Like... Oh, yeah, she's breathing and, like, she'll walk if you tug her places. But she's just, like, totally out of it? She doesn't respond to anything, just, like, nothing. I even, I shouldn't have done, I slapped her. Just, you slapped know. Slapped her? I slapped, you know, it works in movies. I, I, you know, tried the whole snap out of it thing. She didn't. Like. She's going to wake up and realize, like, her makeup's all fucked up. Like, you can't do shit like that. <laughs> That's a really good point. But, you know, I just, I, I need her to be okay. She's all I have here, her and Corey. Corey? I didn't tell you about Corey. He couldn't come to the party. Um, Corey is, uh, I don't want to say boyfriend. We're not dating. We're we're dealing. Oh my god! You're seeing someone. Well, yes, no, it's complicated. They need mm, to have that like to that. Face anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, we just we need to get her okay. Do you want to see her or? Yeah, let's let's go upstairs. Where'd you meet? Is Corey from here? Where'd you meet him? And she'll she'll look both like she got a little red in her cheeks, but it's it's both pleasure and embarrassment. Um, but let's cut to the backyard. Brian, what are you what are you up to back there? Uh Brian is um has has found the diving rings and has uh has taken off his shirt and jumped in to the water and has has retrieved several diving rings um what is is this like just a suburban area yeah yeah okay. it's uh from what i've seen of new mexico lots of space between the houses lots of no. uh like Cacti. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, I think after after sort of like going to get the rings and sort of like feeling around on the bottom of the pool for a little while uh, to see if there's any I don't breaks into the underworld or anything like that. Um, uh, Brian comes up and has his arms folded on the side of the pool and is just sort of looking off into you know gaps into uh gaps between the houses into um 
into the, I hesitate to say desert, but like into the landscape and uh, feeling the, the hot sun on his shoulders. So are you, you're, you're looking for a clue out there or were you looking for a clue in the pool? Uh, he was there... looking for, go ahead. Is there a, a crack to the underworld in the pool now? I mean, I mean, who like, knows? <laughs> give me a medal with vitality, I think. Okay. Uh, no, there may be a crack to the underworld in the pool, uh, but that would be as a as a repercussion. Well, uh, it's just a metal, so I'm not going to have you get sucked into the underworld. But as you are looking out into uh, as you're looking out into the desert, you are going to hear a voice from in front of the house someone walking uh along the sidewalk and if you turn to look in that direction you'll see someone walking past a street preacher bellowing out the sins of passerby and warning in a warbling voice that the town is infested with demons and as he says this he's going to turn and look directly at you. And you would swear just for a minute as he blinks that his eyes are actually sewn shut. Before he moves on. And I think that's enough to, considering you're already feeling grossed out, let's upgrade that to nauseous. Ooh, all right. Shane, where are you starting your search now that you finished your phone call? Oh, I should say, uh, sorry, you can, of course, turn a key and bump that up to a seven with, with a complication. That's up to you. Muted. Sorry, I'm muted. Um, no, that's fine. Uh, I know. Sorry that 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 prompt was for Brian. No, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Okay. Now, Shane, where are you searching? Uh, going back to the arcade to try to do more of the levels of Zagreus. I think if I can get in to actually to the game. Okay. Um, are you going on your own? Um, I think I think Shane will swing by the Hoskins place to let them know at least the the motel yeah I think when you knock at the door uh it will be 
Angela who answers and she looks a little better than she did the last time you saw her a little less tired um but she'll answer door with kind of a a tight smile and say hey uh Shane come in come in and she'll usher you in and you will see Dieter sitting on the other twin bed in the room the bed is completely made doesn't look like it's ever been unmade and he is just sitting cross-legged in the center of it staring at the television which is not on and angela will will kind of put her hands in the the small of her back and say we're making some progress here he's uh he ate yesterday which was cool but I'm, I'm glad. Um, and I just uh, wanted to drop by and see how you were doing and also to let you know I'm going to continue investigating the thing. And I don't know. I, I wanted to be upfront about it so as not to upset anybody. So my brother doesn't come and try and break your kneecaps. Or throw me in a storage locker, or you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, we're really sorry about that, right, Dieter? Dieter doesn't even turn. He's he's really sorry about that. Total yeah. misunderstanding. Your friend's okay, though, right? Like, yeah, he, he seemed fine. Brian's uh, tough, <laughs> bounces back from stuff. Uh, I assume so. Yeah, um, you're going to the offices or the arcade? I'm going to go back to um, the arcade and, and see what I can find out. And also um, what I can do, maybe, uh, gosh, I'm, I know FG is not going to be a fan of this but maybe he'll uh let let the the thing let, let someone buy the thing and then we can and then Dieter can get rid of it and that might help I don't know when you mentioned that you're going to the arcade Dieter turned his head to stare at you and Angela will look look at her brother and then back at you and say maybe Dieter could help Maybe. And we'll look at, at Dieter and say, Dieter, I know you don't know me and you don't want to talk about it if you don't want to. I'm trying to learn what I can about the rest of your friends um, and about what the heck's going on with that that game and I will do what I can to investigate things and, and try to understand if there's anything that you feel okay telling me um, I'm, I'm happy to listen but like I get it I'm you don't know who the hell I am so he will say depression party of one 
Well, yes, but stupid name. Yeah, well, I was a stupid teenager. Still stupid. Right. Yep. Angela will will kind of give him a look and say, Dieter, maybe you can go with Shane and uh help him out. Uh maybe there's something you'll remember. And Dieter will just look at her flat and she'll say, Maybe you can go with Shane so that I can do literally anything other than just watching you not eat and not sleep. How's that? And Dieter will slowly stand. Uh, he has showered, which is nice. Uh, and he will move to stand next to you, Shane. If you want to take him to the arcade, he will go with you. Sure. I'm sure this is not going to be the easiest thing to, it's not going to be helpful probably, but it feels like the right thing to do. He will reach up and you kind of get the feeling like he's going to adjust his mask before realizing he's not wearing it. And then he'll just kind of grunt and pull up his, his hood. And he is dressed full, like goth teen, black hood, black pants, too many chains. Uh, it is very summer New Mexico out there. But if it bothers him, he's not going to show. I'll just say, I can drive. And Angela says, no, 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 no. Nope, Shane drives. Peter never got his license. So... How am I moving around and doing stuff? I don't. I thought Brian has a car. Doesn't matter. You can rent. You could have rented a car. Maybe you're taking cabs. Doesn't matter. And waving the problem away. Yes, like a good TV show. So as you make your way back to the arcade, let's talk to Erica. Erica, um, you said you were going upstairs with Samantha, but her house is actually a ranch house, as most houses are. In, uh, in town. So she'll lead you down the hall and she will have told you that Corey is uh, a nice enough guy. He um, is stoned pretty much always. He is spending his 20s doing dead-end jobs while apparently waiting for the universe to offer him something better. And he is currently a pizza boy. And that he's really cute and has really good weed. You have fun together, at least? I mean, he's fine enough, yeah. Good life? Fine enough. Safe dick. Well, I hope the weed's good. Oh, it is. Uh, nice standards so, in this household. She will be hesitating outside the door to her bedroom, and you will see that her the the doorway to the master bedroom, her parents' house, is open, and the bedroom looks just like it did when you were growing up, when her parents were still here. And she will kind of see Erica looking and just walk past and close the door. 
Erica just kind of looks at her back but doesn't say anything. Uh, yeah, uh, she's in there. Um, are you ready? She's it's it's pretty weird. Yeah, believe it or not, I've seen some like kind of other weird stuff here since getting back. So it, you know, right? Okay, and she will push the door open revealing her bedroom, which has been modernized a little bit, but not much. She's basically changed the, the carpet to hardwood, and that's pretty much the only thing you can see different about it. It is also empty, but the window is open. And she will uh. stop and move through the room and check the, the attached bathroom and turn back to you, and she, she's gone. How? She couldn't even she, how could she leave erica just like gestures at the window i mean like she that i guess to go to the bathroom on her own she just gets up uh and she'll move to the window and look and she's looking at the ground for some footprints and she i think i think she went home Like back to the ranch? I think so. Look. And she'll point at the footprints and you can see that they are clearly heading in the direction of Rodenbecker Ranch. God, if she gets back there, like, and is still fucked up, her dad's going to flip. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be dead. Did he, did he know where she was going? Probably. I mean, they talk about everything too much. It's really creepy. But it's uh, 1 p.m. He, he'll be at work. He'll be working. It's fine. Uh, her brother might be home. Okay, like, she's on foot, right? Um, let's, let's go get Brian. We, we've got a car. Like, she can't be faster than the car, right? So let's just maybe try to catch up with her. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yep. And she'll rush through the house to the backyard and stop when she opens the sliding door and say, uh, um, Brian, uh, Linnea's uh, gone. We think she's gone home. <clears throat> oh, nice. It's all cleared up. All right. Um, so what do you guys want to do for the rest of the day? Erica comes up behind... Uh behind Samantha says no like she she went through the window this she wasn't really like functional when she left we we don't know what's going on if she gets would Brian have known anything about her dad or anything uh I mean I think everyone who who lived here knew about the Rodenbeckers and their money their their big deals if she gets back and is still like all kind of spaced out, Mr. Rodenbecker is gonna like flip his shit. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Let's go. Um uh yeah, let's go. Um I'll um I here, I I took the liberty of grabbing a towel from your bathroom and Brian gets out 
starts drying himself off and is running through the house to the driveway. Uh, Samantha's just going to widen her eyes and look at Erica and say, may I? And Erica just like, like holds her hands back. She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> All right. To the arcade. How are you approaching the arcade? Front door, back door? What's your, your plan here? Uh, how busy is it? It is still busy. Um, then, yeah, Shane will skip the line and go to the back door. Behind the arcade, you will see a familiar face. Charlie is sitting on the steps of, uh, a different business's back door. Just looking up at the sky. No. Turn when you approach and say, "Ah, oh, young sir. Got another quarter? Uh, Shane will flip him two quarters, one for him and one for uh, Adafoy. He will take them in each hand and hold them up over his eyes as if examining and then Look back with a smile and say, where are you trying to get to today? You know, back, uh, back inside, there's a, uh, I think there's more secrets to, uh, to uncover in that, that strange game. Say, um, where, where are the levels listed? In the press start move on the sidebar. Say, do you know what uh, what comes after the river? He'll smile, look at you a little, a little strangely, and say, "I suppose it depends where you're planning on ending up." Some say the garden, right? Uh, and what can you tell me about uh, the garden? Be very careful about the fruit you eat there. And um, on a whim, I think Shane will walk closer to him and uh, kind of put his arm around his shoulders and say, hey, and like quietly, uh, Hey, my friend there's got some uh some traumatic memories. Have any uh have any tips about that? Any advice on forgetting? He'll he'll kind of look at you, look really kind of uh unsure about the physical contact, but they'll say, well, used to know of a river that was good for it. But these days beer good beer i'll try that 
You look familiar, friend, say to, to Dieter. Where are you trying to get to? Dieter just doesn't respond. Talkative sword. Uh, yeah, to the game. And he'll he'll stand up. You hear the crack of his back as he stretches, and he walks over to the back door to the arcade and knocks a, a small little shaven haircut. And FG will open the door. He looks a little. It looks like all the 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 busyness of the last couple of days are starting to get to him and he'll look and he'll say ah uh sat you're back wouldn't stay away <laughs> you know me and we'll kind of look over at Dieter and look a little like he's searching his memory banks and then Say, party of two VIP. Hey, if you, if you don't mind. No, it's good. It'll give uh, that one guy. Uh, it'll give glasses a break. Oh, is he still here? He cycles out, seems to sleep for a couple hours, and then come back. Gets right back in the line. No business of mine. He's apparently traveled quite far. Anyway, he will escort you into the arcade. And let's pop over to Redenbacher or Red Rodenbecker uh, Ranch. There is a gate at the front of a long gravel driveway with the Rodenbecker Ranch symbol, a stylized RBR with a snake winding through the letters emblazoned on it. It is a single-story home with a rustic exterior, but it is palatial in size. I paint the scene for everybody. What do we see either in or out of the house that shows that the Rodenbeckers are one of the oldest families in Degoya County. I think uh, the house has the kind of um, it has the the sort of climbing ivy that has just completely taken over the side of the house to the point where like it's obviously been there for years and years to get like that much coverage. If if that ivy came down, it would probably take the wall with it. I think there is a framed antique road map uh, framed with a, a very old uh, photograph. Uh, that antique road map shows a few marked roads, including Rodenbecker Street or Avenue. Um, and, uh, and the photograph has um, like horse-drawn carriages going down that, that same road. Great. 
I think inside the house, um, like, do we as a party have to physically see it? Or is it just no, something that like, exists in the house? We're we're painting the scene for our party. It doesn't have to. It, it isn't necessarily something they see. No. I think they keep one of those like really fancy old Bibles. Um, or in the front of it, you have like the full family tree, like written out in it, um, and you can just see like as the years like go back just like how long um that the family has been here because they also like it's one of those uh it's one of those where they just like kind of like keep notes about like where like like where people were born and where people died and you can see a lot of people just were born here and also died here just going back for generations Great. I think as you get out of your car, you will see that the front door is open. And in the dry desert wind, there are small fragments of something blowing out of the house. Little bits of paper. The door is open and we see that? The door is open. Yep. This paper is blowing out, out of the front door. Um, do you see do they usually keep their door open? Samantha just shakes her head and says, No. Any old person could just walk in. Are you kidding? Daryl would shit an egg. Oh my god, what like what if she's back? Okay, like um, and I think Erica had sat in the back to like let Samantha ride shotgun with Brian. And uh they just like bat on the on the back of the stool uh, on the back of the seat, say, okay, get get out so like we can we can get out because this is two-door car. Yeah, two -door. So Erica can't right. get out yet. Yeah, Samantha. Okay, okay. okay. Well, well, oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and she'll she'll get out of the car, and push the seat forward for you. Erica clambers out and just kind of looks around really quick, and then runs over to pick up the papers to see what they are. You'll see that they are burned pieces of paper, uh, very thin paper, charred at the edges, and. Uh, one of them says rotten and it's cut off. And Samantha will walk over and she'll pick up another piece of paper and say, Oh my God. What what is this? It's the Bible. Look. Oh. And she'll show you a piece, and it has a clear scripture on. Uh, some more blows out from the front door, though. Well, is this, like, freshly burned, like, still burning, or this was 
yeah, it's still freshly burned. If I okay, learned anything great. in business school, it's that stone people and fire do not mix. I got, I'm going to go inside. Walking inside through the very well-decorated, very open concept and bright and clean house, other than this ashy paper that keeps blowing toward the front door, you will see two people trying to deal with uh, what must have been a small fire in the living room. One of them is wearing a black hoodie, black combat boots, and when he looks up at you, black eyeliner. And the other is a younger woman with hair dyed black and cut short and a black trench coat and latex jumpsuit beneath. And they both look at you and the girl in the trench coat says, who the hell are you? But she has a very flat affect. Oh. Uh, my name is Brian, and I also like The Matrix very much, but that's neither here nor there. There's, um, um, who, uh, sorry, we're not breaking in. Um, my name's Brian. Samantha will, will tail you and say, he's, he's with me, Silas, and when, uh, sorry, Trinity. And she'll kind of give Brian a, a look at that. And Silas will say, Samantha, what what the fuck is going on? You are meeting Silas Rodenbecker and Trinity Rodenbecker, Linnea's siblings. Erica follows in, and I, I imagine... Like Erica would have been familiar with them, having been friends with Samantha. Probably, yeah. Uh, Silas is younger. Uh, he's 19 years old now. Uh, Trinity, whose name was Winnie when you were when you knew her, is actually Linnea's twin. Um. Uh identical or fraternal uh identical she was also the more trouble maker of the two of them and she will turn to you erica and behind her sunglasses you see her her brow lower and she'll say erica Winnie? Trinity. She says it with a complete straight face. My name is Trinity okay. now. What are you doing here? Visiting. Um, and Erica just kind of looks at the uh like presumably like burning remnants that are there 
uh, Silas will will kind of shake his head and say, I don't understand what happened. Linnea just walked in the house and she took the book down from a shelf and threw it on the ground. And I don't know, she must have had a fucking lighter or something because uh, it just went up. Dad's going to fucking lose it. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Where is she? Uh, I don't know. She just walked down the hall. Uh, I, I don't know. We've been putting this out since she got here. Are you... What? She was at your house last night, wasn't she, Samantha? And Samantha will, will nod and say, yeah. Uh, she wasn't feeling well? And Trinity will say, hmm. And Erica just like heads down the hall towards, um, I don't know where the maybe where a bedroom might be or something. Just searching for anything like there where is an open door down the hall. And you will hear the sound of uh, you will hear the sound of someone singing Roy Orbison's crying through one of the, the doors that is creaked open a little bit. And Erica, like, goes up to the door and, like, just pushes it open really slow to just kind of, like, peek their head in. Question for you. Do you have the Fathomless Well marked? I do, do not, not, no. Okay. In this room, there is a tattered, dark blue lazy boy set up in front of a TV and VCR combo. And sitting in that chair is a woman in a shiny red, white, and blue dancer's leotard with an uncombed auburn wig. She has deeply a deeply wrinkled face and clouded eyes. And she turns to look at you. And standing in the far corner of the room, completely still staring, is Linnea. The woman in the chair says, oh, look, an audience. And let's take a 10 minute break there. FG will guide Shane and Dieter to the Arcade machine giving the same excuse of you being press. Except when you, he says at this time there is a snort and the person at the arcade cabinet turns and narrows his eyes at you, Shane. And uh, Bart Kincaid says, oh, what's this? More investigative journalism that you didn't tell me about? Gotta learn how to work the system. Art. 
working the system was what happened when I, you know, made that deal with your friends about being included in your investigations. That's what it was. That's what I did. You're not keeping up your end of the bargain, friend. And Shane, for once, will crack a, a smile and kind of chuckle under his breath and say, Arcade, meet Atafoy. Arcade will, uh, his eyes will kind of widen and he'll say, Sorry, uh, really? And Dieter will just stare at him and he'll say, You, what? You're, you, you just bring him here now? Does that seem like a good idea, Shane? Or sorry, he won't call you Shane. Does that seem like a good idea, Depression? I'll say, we came to an understanding, I think. From what I hear, last time someone came to this arcade with him, they disappeared forever. What we'd like to avoid happening in the future. Right. Uh, Well, consider our deal off. Uh, And uh, Mr. Adafoy, if you could not keep fucking up the forums, that would be great. Hmm. Dieter will just stare at him blankly. And Bart will say, well, what are you looking for? Me or? Yes, you here with the machine. What are you doing? What are you searching for? What's your answers? You're trying for the secret levels again. Yes, obviously. I take it back. I'm in. Good. Well, I'm sure I'm sure I'll perform better with an audience. Good. And Dieter will will look at you and say, I'll help. I know my way around the levels. And with your knowledge, my skill and your um being here uh, I'm sure the three of us can crack it so you're going to attempt press start yes because you have Adafoy with you I will give you advantage uh, but as a reminder for each box you have checked you get a minus one so you will be doing a uh, either composure or reason roll with a minus two Minus two. Because you've marked two boxes. Okay, but I have one composure, so it's only minus one. Right, yes. And it's advantage. Add advantage, yes. But before you you roll, let's talk about the level, the garden. You see green hedgerows and carnivorous plants, half-birthed shambling monsters, bright red pomegranate collectibles, This level requires you to find a variety of hidden items and assemble a key to the palace. A 
paint the screen question for everybody. Thank you. Thank you for everybody. Uh, Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. I will take, keep this just to Shane because no one else is here and we don't need to get too detailed here, but something in this level reminds you of deep Lake. What is it? I think uh, maybe in the center of town, like down downtown or a process for downtown in, in Deep Lake, um, there are some like flower boxes that have really always been planted the same way ever since Shane was a kid. They have the town colors in like a specific order and they just do that. And the, um, the, some of the flowers in the garden in the game are very clearly the town colors in that order. All right, let's uh, let's roll it. No way this could go wrong. Ooh, but Ooh. it did. It did. So that is a, a four. uh you use up all your lives trying to get through the level and Dieter just kind of growls under his breath and he says incompetent but you barely hear him because despite uh despite his help and despite seeing the garden in front of you you are just overwhelmed by what the Greeks would call Thanatos, I believe. Please take the condition obsessed with death. Or you can turn a key. Is there any other effect? Can I block from trying again? For now, you're blocked from trying again, yes. At the incompetent uh, growl from Dieter, Shane looks over and says, do you want to demonstrate then if I'm so bad? Dieter will look at you and kind of narrow his eyes as he studies yours. It was and... it was a genuine question from Shane. I know. And he will say it has you you're like them back at the ranch erica's gone off down the hall uh leaving brian samantha and the roddenbecker siblings in the living room brian what are you going to do here um all right uh brian is going to engage the siblings in a discussion of the matrix revolutions uh and how they think that their sister may be much like the the um 
uh, much like Agent Smith, may be primed for um, having entities uh, invade her body. Trinity will uh, look like she might be deep in thought, but it's hard to tell because she's trying really hard to not let any emotion show on her face for a moment before she says, my dear sweet sister, if she's being possessed by something, I can believe it. She's pure, innocent. She's the perfect vessel. If a demon tried to possess me, it would take one look at my fucked up life and run. But I actually think... Maybe there's something else going on. I think you're right. Strange man who smells of chlorine. Maybe Linnea is waking up from the simulation. Maybe we're the ones in the walking coma and she's the one who's finally free. Free of their influence. And Silas is just like, like clearly summoning patience from something. Has Linnaeus gone through any um, uh, any trials recently that make you think that maybe she's been offered the red pill? Silas will we'll look at his sister and say, no, Linnea has fucking everything. She's the perfect fucking child. Dad loves her. She do you know what it's like being a fucking Rodenbecker in this town? And and worse, do you know what it's like to be named after Silas Rodenbecker, the snake-killing, Bible-thumping lunatic who started it all? If you're a Rodenbecker, everyone thinks you're a rich weirdo. And honestly, they're right. Look at fucking Cousin Dolores. She should be in a padded cell, not upstairs, not down the hall watching videos all day and night. Linnea is the exception to the rule. She is fucking perfect. It's nauseating nothing ever goes everything goes Linnea's way always she's she does not fit in here maybe that's why dad keeps her under lock and key figuratively speaking not literally ah. no she she has the rule of the house she could ask for anything dad would give it to her and then probably berate me for not doing enough of whatever it was. Linnea also doesn't do whatever. No, Linnea's fine. She's been fine. She's been good. Well, all right. Well, she is. She doesn't. She she did. She stopped acting fine at the party she went to last night. Um when I'm you gonna, did a yeah. uh, fucking summoning of uh, a demon and at the same time Trinity says when she took the red pill there were some pills at the party um, but I don't Samantha think Samantha will kind of elbow you in the, in the ribs and she'd say where did you get pills I only brought coke I didn't I just some, uh, somebody had some pills it was fine you didn't share. I, there was there was a limited amount. Everything's cool. It wasn't even. I, I think it was. I think one of them was just a Benadryl. Um, 
which honestly, kind of a fun trip. Silas and Trinity are both staring at you and says, so what do we, what do we do here? I'm imagining a, um, uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, The Exorcist, but um, I, hey, it might be necessary to, to restrain your sister. Um, so if we can find her, um, well, I don't know a lot, of, a lot about like, uh, you know, um, demonology or exorcisms, but um that's a big part of it, right? Tying tying the the patient down. They're both just staring at you, and uh, Silas just says, "I'm gonna just talk to my sister for a second. Um, don't set anything on fire." And he'll just take a couple steps away, leaving you the run of the room if you'd like. Samantha will look at you and say, do we, I don't know, do what you do? Open round? Oh, yeah. Um, I wonder where to start. Let's check out this old Bible that's mostly burned. Give me a medal with, uh, let's say, reason. Ooh, that's a lot of ones. It sure is. Shane is mostly uh, okay at everything. Yeah, uh, except sensitivity. Uh, Sorry to brag. And, and yet, uh, and yet. Um, uh, that is a five altogether. Well, as you are looking through the remains of the Bible, you are going to find something amidst the list of of Rodenbecker names. You will see Dolores Rodenbecker. The dates are smudged with ash and impossible to read, but the name Dolores Rodenbecker is clearly listed. But unfortunately, as you become aware of this, the page alights in flame again, crawling up the string tied around your wrist and before Samantha can react to pat it out, you will take quite the burn if uh, you're okay with that condition. Uh, let's let's turn a key. Uh, this is going to take me a moment to find that document that I have created. Um... Well, that's okay. We will we'll do the narration at, at dusk. Oh, okay. Sweet. 
but which so you're doing key of the child i am all right well the same thing happens you are going to find an indication in the bible that dolores rodenbecker is actually dead and has been for long enough for other names to be entered in the list below it but uh you'll still get that clue and no burns oh wait you'll still get a complication the complication is that uh actually i'll think on that and come back to you you still get the clue All right, the clue is now in the thing. Erica, the air in this room is heavy and smells very strongly of old person. As you look around the room, and here's a paint the scene for everybody. Oh, actually, I should say on the television, you will see a woman dancing in a similar red, white, and blue dancer's leotard, younger woman dancing to Roy Orbison's crying. She has tears just running freely down her face as she sings and dances along. Apart from the video, how else is this space a memorial to D Dolores's glory days as a singer and dancer? Um, I imagine there's a there is a hutch that has the the top of it is covered in small trophies uh, a couple of framed uh ribbons uh from various dancing competitions great I'll also note that you have found the working TV and VCR in this mystery. I think in a frame on the wall, you'll see Dolores standing with um jack parr who was the host of the tonight show back in like the 50s very good nothing from me sorry all right the woman will be staring at you, Erica, in much the same way that Linnea is 
and she will smile, revealing perfect, two perfect white teeth. And she'll say, have you come for an autograph? Um, and Erica just kind of like looks around in like a someone help me with this manner, but there is nobody else here. And says, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yes, you're, um, is would there, there's award, you said there's like trophies and awards around. Yep. And, and Erica like looks around and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Dolores. Yes, after after catching one of the like the headline names on on a poster, Dolores. Yeah, I was wondering if I could get your autograph. And uh, they like pull out like a notebook from um in their bag uh, with a little pen and hands it over while kind of keeping an eye on Linnea. It's so wonderful to meet a fan. And she will start shakily scrawling a name. She'll say, you know, I knew from the time I could walk and talk that I was going to be a star. I was made for the stage, you see, when I was a little girl and would go and watch the shows that occasionally rolled into town. I knew it. Those beautiful dancers laughing gaily and kicking high enough to shame the devil. They spoke to me. They said, Dolores, baby, you belong up here with us with the lights and the music and the applause. Daddy never thought I'd amount to anything, but I sure showed him now, didn't I? And I would have made it all the way to Hollywood if it hadn't been for the lake. I never thought I'd stop sinking. I just sank down and down. And she'll close the, the notebook and tuck the pen in. Her hands are shaking pretty, pretty heavily as she holds it out to you. You know, I even thought to myself in the middle of drowning, do they have shows down here? Maybe I can do a little twirl for the catfish. And Erica is very, very, very disturbed right now. Um, and it's just like... Please take the condition disturbed. Um... And she says, yes, you were, it was always so obvious that you were just like born for the stage. You're a natural. Um, what, what do you mean by sinking? Oh, oh dear. Haven't they told you the story? It's a, well, it's. We laugh about it now. And she'll push herself up a little bit and mute the TV. No, she won't mute it. She'll turn it down. But her eyes will stay on the screen. And she'll say, I drowned in Deep Lake. It was just supposed to be a, a picnic with the family, of course. But, well... No one expects to drown. 
usually not on my daily to-do list no um but you got better i i did i even death couldn't hold me back no no i was i was gone for a few minutes they say i i don't remember any of it of course but i just couldn't stop dancing yet and she'll push herself to her feet and start moving toward the uh, dressing screen at the back of the room. And what about you, dearie? Do you dance? No, um, I, uh, I do makeup, um, you know, like if if you would like, you know, for someone as esteemed as you as like a dancer, I would have been, you know, like the kind of person who like did your makeup before, you know, you went on stage and stuff like that. Oh, of course we we can't forget the backstagers, can we? They're essential. We need you moving behind the scenes, making sure everything works for us in front how else could the show go on and she'll disappear behind the screen now you'll hear fabric rustling Linnea stands there blank faced staring at you Erica takes the opportunity to like move over to Linnea and just kind of like put their hands on her shoulders and be like Linnea Linnea no response. You know, yeah. dear, times have changed. And, and Erica calls over her shoulder, oh? We've often rewound the clock. And she will step out from behind the screen. She is now wearing a Cracker Jack Sailor hat and has a kerchief tied around her neck. And she'll say, since the Puritans got the shock when they landed on Plymouth Rock. And she'll start slowly and somewhat tentatively tap dancing. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking, but now God knows. And she'll, she'll hold her arms out towards you waiting Erica once again gets that like kind of like oh no help me uh look on their face it's like I'll, I'll and just like kind of hesitantly just like puts uh puts their hands out and she'll she'll pull her hands back no darling sing I dance you I sing yeah um at, uh, sing girl uh linnea 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 i don't um like i've been Anything having goes. like and she my, will just start dancing like, and singing really on her own but she is not taking her cloudy eyes off of you 
Okay, right. Um, and Erica like grabs Linnea's hand and just like sees if she can like try to like hug her a little. Hug Linnea? Tug. Oh, tug. Uh, like, yeah, like she will. Towards the door. She will walk in whatever direction you tug her as the woman continues singing Anything Goes. And on TV, the song has moved from Roy Orbison's crying to herself singing this same song in time, dancing a little more spryly. But she, the, the real Dolores is clearly dancing in your direction. Hey, um, and Erica, like, moves behind Linnea and just sort of, like, gives her a little shove, like, a soft shove towards the direction of the door, kind of, like, in the same way you would put, like, push, like, an air hockey puck, just, like, <laughs> in with the intention of, like, just aiming her out the door. I'm going to say, let's get a day move here to get out before Dolores traps you in the room. What are you afraid could go wrong? Or could happen <laughs> if you fail? Um, That Erica is stuck in this room with someone who is apparently catatonic and someone else who uh, seems to perhaps have a case of Alzheimer's or something. Um, That's very generous. Uh, yeah, it's not worse than that. Give me a roll with, uh, let's say, composure. Eight with a complication. And the complication is this. You will push Linnea out the door and just as you are about to pass through it yourself, you will feel dry, gnarled fingers, surprisingly strong, wrap around your wrist and Dolores will lean in and say, next time you'll sing, girl. And you'll take the condition marked by Dolores Rodenbecker. Or you could turn a key. Oh, I'm always torn because like I think I think conditions are interesting. Uh -huh. hmm. Oh uh, no, I'll I'll take it. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's also true. Um because I'm also curious about other stuff in this. Uh, also put my reason at zero. Oh, yay. Um yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I will go fathom as fathom as well. Um, All right.
So you bump that up to a full success. You won't take a condition, but because you now have the fathomless well, because you've seen something in Dolores's eyes, I suppose. I have a paint the scene question for you. Just being in this space feels like Dolores is somehow draining you of your youth and vitality. How do you experience this? Um, Muted, sorry. Erica has this entire like really complicated and thorough skincare routine. Um, and when being in Dolores, when they're in Dolores's presence, they just like feel like their face just like start to like dry out almost and like just their skin all over, just like all the moisture just seems to be like sucked out and it almost feels like they're being hollowed. That's great. Um, so you won't get a condition because you got a full success, but when Dolores grabs your hand before you slip out and she looks into your eyes and says, the next time you'll dance, you definitely notice that those eyes aren't clouded anymore. And I think I'll even give you a slight bonus. And then aside, what year are we currently in? 2004. 2004. When you, hmm, no, I'm not going to give you a clue. As you close the door behind you, you'll see just past Dolores in the, out the window, the backyard, there's a nice pool, a gazebo, uh, some gardens. There's someone standing in the gardens. They're dressed in the bright suit of a cartoon pig. In fact, you recognize this cartoon pig. It is Hampton, the mascot of the former Janie Meatpackers Limited. And as you see Hampton standing there, you hear in the back of your head the mascot's catchphrase. How about some sausages, yeah? It's not a clue. <laughs> Yet, but... <laughs> At the arcade, Shane, if you don't turn a key, uh, your game attempts will be over for today. Okay. If you're cool with that, we can move on. Uh, let's let's move on, and 
I think, um, depending on how you want to run the day phase, uh, I think because Shane is kind of frustrated and annoyed at his lack of success, he's going to do what he does and try to like go to a record store and like escape from it in music and also maybe hopefully get some information from Dieter. Interesting. Try to, try to trying bond. to nostalgic move with Dieter? Kinda, yeah. Okay. Um, don't forget there is also you have Bart there. Bart will... Uh, Bart can come too. Okay. Dieter will follow you into the record store and just be not not quite catatonic like uh like Linnea, but he's clearly uninterested and he's just watching you. And he'll say, "You feel it, don't you?" I feel uh, frustrated. Um, not sure. Not sure what I was hoping to find. But I I don't know thinking it was going to be going to be there and then seeing that that Dieter is just sort of standing there like what do you what do you listen to Dieter what do you pick something I'm I'm buying he'll look around and say I haven't listened to anything in years Oh man, Dieter, this was, this was how I always, I always relaxed when, when things didn't go my way, I'd go and find some music and just, and Shane sort of mimes putting headphones on, let it take me somewhere else. And, uh, I don't know, I feel like, um, maybe we could both use that, you know? He will look around and say, I was looking forward to an album a friend told me about. Seven churches I possessed. I never got to hear it. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, okay. Metal, huh? And Shane will hopefully still know his way around the record store and we'll start flipping through things. No, no, no. Um, does he find a copy? He's looking for a copy of this, but feeling that we'll look for a copy of something genre similar. I think, uh, yeah, you can find a copy of it. But as you are looking through the the death metal uh, albums, you will find, even though that's not your particular uh, shade of music, you really want to listen to some. 
like you're feeling slipknot and i don't know any of these bands so i am just i'm just going to slipknot not uh i was going to suggest uh to, to be in line with the the condition uh uh the liar of orpheus from nick cape and the bad seeds but hey i think actually as you're thumbing through the death metal you can't help but notice that there's a lot of albums by death there's scream bloody gore there's leprosy you see some by necrophagia and autopsy bolt thrower and morbid angel obituary wow these bands really just lean in huh? <laughs> i was gonna say i know i know this thing <laughs> also that's a good album avatar blues and the liar Warfare. it's year appropriate too it would have just come out all right um if that's your nostalgic move i'll i'll allow it um so you can clear an appropriate condition. Which one are you trying to clear? I'm not sure what you think is appropriate here. I think you could make a case for any of them. Except maybe obsessed with death. I'm going to leave you with that one. Okay. Um, let's clear dreading sleep then because I think right. out of voice still seems suspicious okay uh, and you can define a clue for any mystery it doesn't have to be Zagreus uh, I don't know how many clues you might need to solve Zagreus because you don't know how to solve it Um, what has the least number of clues Slumber party, slumber summoning party. Um, let's say shoved among some of the records is a um a like albums to check out list from written in uh Linnea's handwriting none of the albums actually exist hmm. all right i will let you type that out uh before you leave though as you exit the record store your your purchases under your arm. Charlie is in the parking lot now. He'll look up as the three of you approach and say, this, uh, this is where you needed to go, isn't it? Yeah. After, uh, after a crap day, it's where I tended to, yeah. Anywhere else you're looking to go? 
Charlie can get you there. Having clue. Um, anywhere else we need to go? Um, did we have we gone through all the locations? Yeah. All right. What do you think on that, Brian? you have found this paper indicating uh, a Dolores Rodenbecker died. And Samantha will be looking up to see Linnea and Erica exit from the door, the, uh, the room and the door close and Samantha will say, Oh, thank God. And walk over to Erica, leaving you alone there. The uh, the siblings will also be off discussing. Do you have a plan here? I do not. You um, can also go with <laughs> go go catch up with Erica and Linnea. I think that's the way to go. Eric or Samantha will will look at you, Erica, and, and say. She's still the same, no change. She waves her hand in front of Linnea's face. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, she was just standing in the corner there when I walked in, just like staring at me. And there's a woman in there named Dolores. And she, I think she used to be a dancer or something, but she said that like... It's really weird because like... She said she drowned, and I I don't know. Like she was, I think I don't know. I think maybe she has like dementia or or something. But she was really. It felt just really. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. She just felt. It felt almost draining to be around her and it it was really weird she she wanted me to sing i i don't know uh to, to like sing along with the first uh the first scene of temple of doom uh, she, I don't, she like you were watching dancing. oh 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 i thought you had yeah. turned on uh temple of doom like the first part where no okay i i don't know i've never seen star wars um like <laughs> she just like she changed even like she got in this old outfit i i don't know it was really weird can i don't know let's just did you did you find anything else out Not much. I did find in the in the, the family Bible there. Um, I guess somebody else in the family was named Dolores, and they uh, died a while ago. Okay, that's weird. Samantha um, will say, uh, "Linnaeus talked about cousin Dolores. She's," and she'll kind of look over her shoulder at the siblings. Uh, 
they call her cousin Dolores and they know they're related to her, but like no one's exactly sure how. Okay. Like she's really old. Yeah, it's she's I don't know, there's just something a little off about her. Like I don't know, she reminded me of this like I guess one time when I was like walking around the city, this like like when I went back here, like well downtown, I guess, there was this like old like you know, I think he was like unhoused. I don't know, but he came up to me and said, like, you'll always be back. You'll always come back here. You'll never be able to get away. And she kind of reminded me of him. Why am I talking about this? I just, I've never told him. Let's, uh, so he, he said you found like a book. Um, like the Bible, there's something page from the Bible. Yeah, that's what was uh, that's what was on fire. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, they're like they had a family tree in the front, like like you know how these old fancy families have. Um, and uh, yeah, there was there's a listing for you know when people were born and when they die, and there was one for Dolores who died. Like I didn't the the date there was definitely a dash and 18 but i didn't get the the year proper it's strange are the um eric is just gonna like walk into the living room and when they see that uh silas and trinity aren't in there anymore um she's just gonna start like quickly like rifling through the bookshelf because like some people keep you know like other like family information or stuff like birth certificates or whatever uh just wants to see if there's any more information about the Rodenbecker family uh, a medal with reason please and I think Samantha's gonna go what are you doing just trying to Shh. I think that's gonna help us unstick Finding their checkbook. Uh, my reason's zero now. Right? Actually, if you find their checkbook, we're taking it. Twelve. Whoa. A twelve. Lovely. Okay. Sweet. I think that's our and first twelve. I think so. And you never know what you're going to get. When you do a meddling move by looking through books, microfacial records, online archives, you find an additional clue, even on a list. What are you looking through? A, a drawer? Like the, like, they said they put, she pulled, Linnea just pulled the Bible, like, off the bookshelf. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, I'll take so, it. I'll take it. So like you're going to get two clues. And stuff two clues and okay this is this is good all right so the first thing you're going to notice is that one of the things on the shelf is not a book at all it is a tape in a purple case a vhs tape 
And on the side are the words Let's go with Calamity Raccoon 06 Big Bad, Pure White Ultimate Highest Level Warning. Yes. This is an Odyssey tape. I assume you will be taking that. Yes. Samantha will see you slip that into your your bag and say, Do you even have a VHS tape player? Um well we, we have one at the Roden, at the on the house on Rodenbecker Street. Yes. Like believe it or not, we do. Um you also find a copy of a book called the Codex Gigas. And a book by the by someone named Hieronymus Waitley. You will recognize that name because they created the Crying Circle. And this book is a book on astral projection. Samantha will lean in and say, I know that this is like called a library, but it's not actually a library, Erica. Listen, like, do you want to figure out what's wrong with Linnea or not? Like, do you, you. want to, do you want to be on the Rodenbecker shit list? Like, I don't. Oh, I live there, honey. But fine, let's, uh, maybe we should just go before. Meanwhile, as she says it, You'll hear a flat voice say, what are you doing? Hi, Trinity. We were just like looking around. We were a little worried about Linnea. Um, she was in with, I think, your Dolores, your cousin Dolores. Cousin Dolores, yeah. Um, she'll. She tried to make me sing with her. Um, you didn't do it, did you? I I didn't know the words, um, and she was freaking me out a little to TBH. So good, good. Uh, and she'll she'll take off her sunglasses and and kind of rub her eyes. And she'll say, what are you going to do with my sister? If she's here when my dad gets home, uh, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Um. Why don't, why don't you tell him that we're like, we had so much fun hanging out yesterday that we're just having like an extended sleepover because like we're back in town and we just want to catch up on old times. Uh, yeah, I'll just tell him she's out. Yeah. 
practice. Like, I don't know. You know, I'm better than it. Whatever, like, will make him the least suspicious or pissed off. Right. Uh, okay. Well, you should probably get out of here. It's it's getting late. Um, yeah. I'll cover for you. Thanks, Trinity. Um, and yeah, love your ensemble. She doesn't quite smile, but the edges of her lips turn up a little bit as she puts her her sunglasses back on. And Erica just like kind of like pops the the gum uh, in their mouth that she's always chewing and says, "Okay, like we should get out of here." Right, uh, Shane. Let's see if you want to take Charlie up on your offer, and then we'll wrap up the day phase. I think um, Shane will look at Charlie and just say, do you ever just walk and let, you know, the world tell you where to go? He'll, he'll laugh and say, oh, no, that's not really my thing, man. I'm uh, more of a, I tell the world where I'm going. The world tends to get me there kind of guy. So where are you going next? Oh, well, sun's going down soon. And he'll look around and say, never quite know where the night takes me till it does. How about you? He sort of chuckles. That sounds like a yes to my last question, actually. Which one was that? Oh, you know, the night yeah, takes yeah, you yeah. Life is one thing, night's another. Especially night here. And what do you mean by that? I think you know what I mean by that. Yeah. You got the look. I could get you where you're going, if you'd like. Oh, what the hell? Why not? He'll smile and say I think this one's going to be on me and he'll wheel his cart over to uh between the or at the end of the shopping mall and using the toe of his boot he will kick up the uh grate over a tunnel entrance and he'll say I think I think you might find this place very interesting, my friend. And Shane will shoot a glance over to Adafoy and then back to the tunnel. He will be looking at the tunnel and then look back up at you and say, I won't follow you down there. 
Will it help? He doesn't answer. But Bart looks between the two of you and say, you're just going to go into a dark tunnel under who knows where? That's crazy. You know, it's been a crazy week, Bart. This wouldn't be the weirdest thing that's happened or that I've done. Whatever you say. You going in the tunnel? Right. The universe take me where it's going to take me. And Jane goes into the tunnel. All right. Let's talk about dusk. Do we have any dusk moves? We do not. Uh... Mm. Can I ask what's going to happen and why before I go into tunnels? Oh, interesting. Uh... Answer truthfully. Um, if you go into the tunnels... If you go into the tunnels, I will give you another shot at the press start move. But okay. you will not be able to do an Odyssey tape tonight. And why? Why will I give you another shot at press start? Yeah. How does going to tunnels do that? Because it's where you need to go. It's a somewhat unsatisfying answer to that, but fine. I answer truthfully. Okay. Let's do it then. All right. So dusk. Uh let me just double check whether I think the only I think that Odyssey tapes can only be done if you're all together, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Let me just check over real quick. Oh, um, she will tell Bart to take Peter back to uh, oh, that's, Amanda. That's fine. Okay, Odyssey tapes. Okay. Um, I 
I don't see anything saying that you can't watch it together or if if you're not all together, but Yeah, I'll allow it this time if the two of you want to watch an Odyssey tape without Shane. Like, I feel like that would be weird. Like, it like it kind of feels like the spirit of the tapes, for lack of a better way to put it, is like that the latch keys, like, watch them as a group kind of thing, because we were all called back here for like that's true um then i will will yeah alternatively uh matt if you want to change your mind and watch a tape with the others that is also valid we'll, we'll have shane not go into the tunnels mm. no sorry y'all are figuring something else out to do tonight all right that's cool let's talk about we know what shane's doing um the other two of you, you're not watching a tape. I will add another location to the slumber party uh, summoning circle mystery because you were, I'll add two more actually because it was brought up. There is the church that uh, Samantha told you about, Our Lady of Pure Waters Catholic Church. There's also the abandoned meat packing plant. that uh, you saw the mascot, mascot from. You don't necessarily have any reason to assume these mean anything, but I'm telling you that you have unlocked those locations. So, Brian and Erica, what are you doing tonight? You, you don't have to do it together. We have four clues for slumber party summoning circle which is oh technically yeah would you like to make an attempt at that answer before if you do i'd what? say we'll take a five minute break and then you can think on it and then we'll come back and do that what do y'all think i mean answering questions is good All right, so let's take a five minute break. Think on the question, which is, is Linnea possessed by a sorrowful ghost or something more demonic in nature? And uh, we'll come back to that in five minutes. All right, so for the slumber party summoning circle, is Linnea possessed by a sorrowful sorrowful ghost or something more demonic in nature you have found the clues uh one clue in the remains of the rodenbecker family bible a listing showing that a dolores rodenbecker actually died many years ago in you also found a piece of paper in linnea's handwriting with a list of albums to check out that don't seem to actually exist and on the shelf at the Rodenbecker Ranch, you found a copy of the Codex Gigas and 
a book by Hieronymus Waitley, who created the Crying Circle, uh, and it is a book on astral projection. Let me just zhuzh that clue a little. So what are we thinking? I well, was leaning toward, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was leaning towards like demonic in nature. I don't know how you were feeling about that. Yeah, the Codex Gigas really feels feels catholic demonic classic devil stuff so i was thinking uh what if um when dolores drowned she made a deal with a demon and it's actually Dolores trying to steal uh, Linnea's body for youth. So there's a demon connection because she traded for power and is now using that power to... I don't know. Body swap? Don't tell me how the clues... Uh, it, th that's a little outside the scope of the question. So we can well, go I know, with it a demon, but... Yeah, so so how how do you feel the clues fit in there? So Dolores was always interested in like the mystical stuff. So um it was kind of her uh like hobby apart from the like the the acting and singing stuff was you know what she wanted to do but then the hobby was like it started out being like a simple like tarot and then she started like getting more and more into like the demonology stuff and then um so that's why the copy of the codex gigas and the hieronymus waitley book are both are both hers um Actually, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know how to tie those clues in. We also don't, we don't have to use all of them. No, you don't. Um, <clears throat> the so yeah, down at the bottom of that Wikipedia page, there's the legend of the monk who who wrote the Codex Gigas by making a deal with the devil to write the whole thing in one night. Um, yeah. So that's nice. Uh, let me see here. I, it's, mm, there's, there's stuff about astral projection. I don't know if I'm conflating things with, um, with, with, uh, with role-playing games, but like, the idea that as you travel through the astral 
as you travel through the the warp um that is how demons and other other worldly things get in um and uh and i'll tell you what i think a list of albums that um none of them exist they might exist but we don't know because they're all written in ancient aramaic Ooh. all right nice my dryer is uh is is giving me a signal i gotta go and shuffle clothes around real quick all right uh in the meantime tracy what were your thoughts yeah i can jive with this so far uh yeah i was thinking about um I was definitely thinking about more demonic, more demonic in nature. Yep. Also because of the Codex Gigas and the um, astral projection stuff. I I do kind of like that idea, Matt, of like Dolores maybe trying to possess um, Linnea and. um like maybe like the reason that Linnea is catatonic right now is because like her own like self kind of thing has been like forced is like maybe like starting to be partially forced out by Dolores which is where like the book would come in Another thing I was also considering was um, like alternate universe versions of Dolores. So the albums might exist, but they are memories from like a different timeline. And so... Uh, I, I will just tentatively caution to remind that this is a threshold question. And uh, you don't want to get too locked in on on one thing because you might not be able to work that into the follow-up questions. Yeah, that's so true. So try and stick to just, like, it's okay to have these things in mind uh, and maybe, like, for, for how to, what, what comes next. But uh, don't, I would say don't lean too hard on the Dolores angle when you just need to answer if it's a demon or not. I was I was thinking about like maybe we could leave the Dolores clue for now potentially, um, because even if we take Codex Gigas and Crying Circle, we could like use that to support the like the idea of something more demonic in nature, um. Or like for Linnea's handwriting list of albums to check out, none of them exist. I was actually looking at the, um, I was looking up bands who were uh, like held at fault during the satanic panic. Um, and then looking at like album names and then just like 
thinking of just like alternate just like names that are slightly changed from the albums that actually exist kind mm. of thing like like black sabbath has a has a um has an album that's called heaven and hell and like something like i don't know like heaven in the ninth circle or something just things that are just like it's almost there but it's slightly off just like that uncanny valley closeness um Sorry, so how does that tie back to it being a demon? Oh, wait, because the albums were from, yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, because they're from like bands that were related to like, uh, like the satanic panic and such. Okay, so you're thinking demon and you're going with the list of albums being uh, tied to the Satanic Panic, uh, kind of showing, I guess, that Linnea felt it coming or or was maybe even sub just subconsciously aware of this presence. I was thinking about, like, maybe she... Um... Like, maybe she wrote those down, like, after, like, post, like, after getting, becoming, I don't know, catatonic or whatever. That would be uh, tricky, considering she went from, like, with Samantha to her, her house. I don't know what she did between going to, yeah, okay, fine. Where did we, where did, does, like, we didn't. It's not specified like where the list was found or anything. Yeah, because that I mean, was just a clue that Matt made. Yeah, uh, he did find it at the record store. Oh, he oh he found it at the record store. Okay. So oh, well, okay. So if same idea, if she if she left a list of would be hypothetical demonic albums at the record store. Uh, maybe that is evidence that she was priming herself as a vessel for demonic possession. Like she was getting really into these, uh, these bands music uh, that had been ever so slightly changed. Hmm had been ever so slightly changed in our timeline or after uh whatever litigation um they they went through anyway what i'm saying is she listens to heavy metal music and that's um that's uh, that's a shoe in for demonic possession obviously yeah <laughs> i mean that's what got me um okay so that's one I mean, honestly, you could also you could also sort of merge these two ideas where she was interested in it, and then she started talking to Dolores and like learned more. Like the family actually has a history of knowing about this stuff, and so Dolores started telling her about it, and then she did something wrong or whatever. I was like, like thinking again, like where do we want to go, like narratively, um, like. 
like one of one of the reasons that I was leaning towards something like more demonic in nature, aside from the fact that we do have like some very demonic clues, uh, is partially because we have like with Deep Lake Lurker, we have like another potential like weird thing going on with water. Um, so maybe to just kind of like separate uh those things like a little more okay so i mean okay we want to go with demon the the codex Kigas and the crying circle, I feel are kind of almost self-explanatory. Are they not? I think the Codex Gigas is uh sort well what I think we would have to probably say like why why is this yeah, gigantic is like there? fucking book in also how did nobody notice this before? But <laughs> Well, I mean, who's to say they didn't notice it? Did they find um, the On its face, the uh, the crying circle is like specifically about summoning a uh, summoning La Yorana, which, if I understand right, is the is the other option the 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 morning ghost. Is that is that off? The the options are sorrowful ghost or something more demonic. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, technically, La Llorona is like a, a sorrowful. She is a sorrowful ghost, like in at least as how she is usually described in like uh, folk tales and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm sure, but like it's easy enough to explain. If we want to go demon route, we just say that. Uh, a book on astral projection is a way to separate yourself from your body to make it easier to possess. And the crying circle game, although it appears on the surface to be about summoning a ghost, it's in fact summoning a demon. And it's like put out there as kind of like a stochastic demonic terrorism. <laughs> it's like uh, put, up, put up enough copies. Eventually someone will do it, right? So I don't okay, think it has so, to be ghost if you don't want it to be. So you're saying the the book by Hieronymus Waitley is proof that he created the crying circle as kind of a, a, a way to prime hosts for demonic possession. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, and then are we using the Codex Gigas or Linnea's handwriting? handwritten note or are you going with just minus one or, or minus three which is valid there's a plane i would say like it's not inappropriate to use a codex gigas here Okay. Uh, how how is it 
tied in? What is its what is its contribute contribution here? I was thinking about like it's maybe it's you know it's been in the family it's one of those things because the Wardenbeckers are a very very old family um and it's one of those like heirloom like things that's passed from generation to generation and perhaps the Rodenbeckers are not as uh, Are you trying to suggest that their success and wealth was not an accident? Maybe not. Like, you know, perhaps there's some kind of deal that was made uh, generations ago. And this has been passed down and and maybe the payment is now due mm -hmm. okay i i will accept that so you're saying uh demonic possession the the family has used a connection to demons to guarantee their success over the years and so there's always been this kind of a uh, sort of demonic damocles and the crying game tipped it over and allowed the demon that they bargained with to find Linnea as a host. Yeah. Um, maybe like you said, Lin Linnea and Trinity are twins, right? And they they're older than Silas? Yes. Okay. Um, and maybe like Linnea is the older twin. She was born first. Ah, Okay. Also, right. you missed the opportunity for sort of demon please. Nice. All right, so that would be 2d6 at a minus 2. Someone feeling brave. Do we want to go with that and keep 2 for uh the next the next question? works for me so what happens again if we fail this we're not allowed to use this tack anymore right like the single if you fail this you will still unlock the next appropriate question it'll just be the other one and i will react oh, okay so you will be wrong but you're still crossing crossing that threshold okay gotcha. so if we wanted to be a demon should we go for it? Should we hypothesize that it is a ghost? <laughs> I mean, you could still roll a, a, a boxcars and get it dead on. You only have to get above a seven. That's that's true. All right. Oh, yeah, that's better than half. Wants to roll. 
All right. Minus two. Two D six minus two. Oh, okay. All right. So, unless everyone uh, put marks a key, uh, what will happen here is these clues won't be used up, but you will answer this question and be wrong unlocking the next one. And I will react at night. What's your uh, what's your move here? Or you can all put on, or I'll turn a key. I leave this decision up to Matt because you have the most keys turned. I think. I mean, in theory, uh, if I react and it goes poorly for you, you're turning a key to not die. True. But that's not a guarantee. Whereas if, if you want this to be the correct answer, you will have to turn a key. I'm okay turning keys if that's what we want to do. If we're if there is we are also having... a key for this mystery that I forgot to mention. The key is sadness. Each latch key will narrate a flashback to a time that they experienced great sorrow, either their own or someone else's. What about that experience made you a stronger person? That's available for any one of you to select. Matt says, "Turn keys." I'm fine with Matt, Matt is key. open turning keys. Yeah, when I, can... I don't don't feel like we can't on my account. I'm fine doing it. All right, sounds like we're bumping that up to a success. So, you will be correct. Things will still be. I I will still have a reaction uh, because we'll have a complication, but we will move on to the next question, which is. If Linnea is possessed by a demon, what is the demon's true name? It is a complexity four. It will give you the opportunity to resolve the mystery by invoking the demon's true name and banishing it. The demon's true name isn't a literal name, but something more symbolic or figurative, a sequence of numbers or objects, a ritual behavior, a particular combination of sounds or smells, a lurid act, and so forth. Oh, I was going to say its name was Joel. It is not Joel. So you did use those two clues, so you're down to only two available. You could still answer this one. But uh, I think it would be better to just move on. But please mark the masks, or sorry, turn the keys that you are turning. Um, Wandering monolith. Ooh. So the wandering monolith, if you are turning that, you can now seek out the big man. Um, and he can be consulted like any other side character. Um, oh shit, on a myth, you have to mark Key of Desolation? Yes. Or you have to mark Chromatic Desert? If if you miss, yes. 
All right, uh, that that mask, sorry, gosh, the key for the mystery is still open. Uh, if anyone wants to take that and not mark their own. So that's, so if we mark that, then is that for all of us? Because it's all each narrate? Ledge? but it only it's only one person turning it oh okay um, I'll, I'll grab that one instead of one mark Okay. All right, uh, let's talk about those keys then. Uh, let's go down the character keeper list and we'll do quick narrations of uh, what was any any keys of the child or or etc. So Brian, you have, the key of the child and the key of sadness. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, uh, let's see. Key of the child. Um, a flashback showing your latchkey kid routine whenever you got home from school. Uh, Brian holds the bag under his arm as he fusses with the key and knob and backpack. Uh, he is lower. He has to lower the backpack to floor height as he goes in, so as not to let let out Hassenfeffer. Sure enough, there the cat is rubbing his face on the seams of the backpack, purring. All right, dude, says Brian. Let's get you some meow mix. Brian takes a can from the cupboard and fishes the can opener from the silverware drawer. Us, do you like chicken? Meow. Do you like liver? Meow. And what would you say if I told you that meow mix, meow mix can deliver? Meow. He spoons out half the can onto the little plate on the floor. Meow. All right. No, you really got to eat on the tile floor, dude. Last time you got wet food on the carpet and I thought dad was going to send you to the pound. Meow. Brian looks at his watch. All right, fine. Just keep it all on the plate. Brian takes the plate to the living room and sets it down next to his usual seat in front of the couch. He switches the TV on, turns the top dial to four and the other dial to 16, just as the opening credits fade to a long form text graphic. Exit stage death. Brian settles in, takes... Um, Takes a sleeve of those little powdered donuts and a bottle of 7-Up from his bag. We see his lips move along with the woman's dialogue from the television. This reminds me of something that happened to Amanda Delacour in Or the Bible Told Me No. This is not the first time he has seen this episode. We zoom out, boy and cat snacking side by side, bathed in the cathode ray glow. That's amazing. Uh, Gotta call it here. That's a star. Woo! Uh, and the key of sadness, um, a, a brief flashback of, um, of Brian staying up late at night, um, to watch the, 
I think it is the the first part of the TV miniseries It. Um, he sees the the young actor playing young Bill um, there in the Barrens with with all his new friends, tears in his eyes, fist clench, and he says, "You took Georgie, goddammit. Where are you now? Where are you now, you son of a bitch?" I don't think he says that. I don't think they got that got on TV. Um, and we look to Brian who has tears in his eyes. Um, and do we want to, no, we don't want to kill the cat. We don't, we want to keep the cat. Um, and, uh, yeah, we look to Brian, his parents asleep on the couch and, um, he gets his blanket and he toddles off to bed. There we go. Very good. Uh, Matt, do you have any keys of the child? No. All right, so just the key of sadness. Oh, I feel like I've already done that, though, which is weird. Or done, like... A thing. Give me a second. Um, I'm sorry. I also interpreted that as being not each of us, so I wasn't preparing something mentally. Come back to me. All right, Tracy. Do you have any keys to the child? Uh, do I have to check a key of the child if I am the one who checked the key? For the mystery no no that's that's the key you turned i just thought asked if maybe you did it earlier oh no um doo -doo -doo -doo. yeah um we see erica uh sitting in her childhood home and the phone rings um this is at least like far enough, like there is call ID and uh, they can see that it's a call from Japan. And she's really confused because this is not the usual day that uh, they usually get a call. Um, so she picks up and says, Moshi Moshi. And you see their face and you just see it just kind of fall a little. And all you hear is just sort of like affirmative noises and she hangs up the phone and finds out that her grandmother's passed away, but she's not able to fly back to see her. Um, and her grandmother's person that was she was probably closest to even though they didn't get to see their grandmother very often they would call every week um and the way that this made erica a stronger person was that she what she kind of took from this was that even though 
like even though she was unable to like go home like fly back and like see her grandmother for like one last time or like know that like she had one last phone call with her uh it made them appreciate like just kind of living in the moment more and like really like embracing the time that she spends with the people that she cares about and like her friends and stuff like that great thank you uh matt are you i'm good so the summer that shane's stepmother disappeared and his father stopped really paying attention to him um that summer things didn't didn't go very well for him and the things that parents might normally do didn't happen this was uh the last year of middle school and when all of the other kids uh were going to uh pine rock ridge uh he didn't go that summer his, his dad never got the registration done it just didn't happen and on the first day of high school he gets off of the bus and sees all of his friends from middle school hang out with different people, new people, people they'd met over the summer. And no one has called him or asked about him for, you know, weeks. And they're all having a good time. And he's just kind of by himself. And as he watches the bell ring and everyone go in, he kind of slouches his shoulders down, takes a deep breath and starts learning how to be alone. Very good. Thank you. All right. Let's so you won't be watching an Odyssey tape tonight. I'm going to actually call it before we start the night phase because it is it is running pretty late. Um, but I'd like to discuss what you're going to do so that I can start uh, planning for that. So we know what Shane's doing. Magical mystery tunnel adventure. Yes. Is what? Shane telling us? Like, do, oh, do no, we Shane, know what no. Shane's doing? Shane went into the tunnel before uh, heading back right from the record store. So uh, no, the others don't know where Shane is. That probably won't be a problem. I kind of feel like the because of the conditions, like bad decisions are kind of a thing that's happening right now. What about uh, you two? We've got there's the church and the meatpacking plant now. Narratively. Uh, you don't have much reason to check those out yet, except, I guess, what you saw, Erica, might yeah. make you think the meatpacking plant is involved.
I think I think Erica would be like if we if we determined that we were thinking like uh there's something more demonic in nature going on. Um I think Erica would be inclined to head to Our Lady of Pure Waters uh, Catholic Church. Especially given that like they were like discussing church and stuff with Samantha earlier. What about uh, Brian? Uh, I think, let's see here. I've got a couple things. First, it makes sense to me that if Shane, like, if if a certain point in the evening passes and Shane has not reported in, Ryan would go to Shane's last known destination, which was which was the the arcade. Mechanically, I don't think that's going to be very fruitful. Um, uh, the other thing is like, hey, there is a prolonged slumber party at Sam Harrington's house, um, which is just like, yeah, why not? It's a cool time. All right. So Brian wants to go to Samantha's again. Uh, yes. Is this appropriate time to go? Probably. Yeah. Um, Okay. All right. Uh, Cool. Just making some notes here so that I know where we're picking up. Um, So, Erica, you will be going to the church on your own then because Samantha will be bringing Linnea back to her house. And, right, okay. Is there there any other notes we want to add for next session I don't think so um so we're not going to actually do dawn in that I uh, we won't turn our our questions over or uh award xp but Let's go through them and see if, so we don't have to remember if someone cut loose for once, for example. Um, Brian, did you go out of your way to reconnect with Deep Lake yet? Uh, yes, I believe so. That's what I was aiming for with um, uh, feeling the hot sun on my shoulders, looking out onto the vista. Um, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I like it. And did you share a good memory from your childhood? Uh, no, I don't. No, no. All right. Well, there's still time. Yes, there is. You'll have tonight. Just want to make sure we don't forget. Uh, Shane, did you cut loose for once? I feel like saying fuck it and going to tunnels. Just starting to like go where things go where even Adafoy is is not going to go. Maybe, maybe okay. reckless. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. 
And did you share a good memory? Uh, yeah, the being at the record store, like comfort him, picking up right. music. Okay, we did not resolve the mystery yet, though. So we didn't. No, you answered the question. We answered the question. And Erica, were you vulnerable with someone? Uh, when they were talking with, like, talking with Samantha about like being lapsed, uh, from like going to church after uh, she moved away and left. Okay. Yep. And did you deliver a chilling monologue? Uh, talking about the um, like the person that told her, like, you'll always end up back here. Um, right. Okay. I will take that. So uh, mark those, but we won't be transforming them yet. Uh, cool. Well, then, uh, why don't we talk about a quick round of stars and wishes would anyone like to go first i i have things written um dan i liked there were some pills at the party just establishing exactly what kind of party that was and then getting uh people upset and not being included that that was very fun also uh i'm sure we're all going to echo this the key was amazing so like well done with that oh. Um. Yeah, that was it. Was well written and, uh, and affecting, and just fantastic. So, star. Um, Tracy, I really enjoyed Erica's just inability to handle like whatever Dolores was doing. Like there was that like the it, it's hard to play freezing well because it like it's how do you communicate? You're not doing stuff, but like I think that came through the kind of just the 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 panic and not acting was uh very very well communicated and i also enjoyed temple of doom i've never seen star wars um ben thank you for for running this i enjoyed it and i'm i'm i like uh charlie i could yeah well, i could call him frank for some reason um but i find that character really interesting and uh I'm curious as to exactly how mystical he is or isn't. Uh, which is uh, to make it out of the tunnels, I guess, without dying. I mean, you 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 have keys. You absolutely can. Without burning all the rest of my keys. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. I can go. Uh, ben, like, way to go with throwing more conditions around uh, this session. I really enjoyed that. Um, it's just, it's really cool to... I don't know. I, I like conditions a lot, and it's just really cool to uh, like fuck around and find out. <laughs> it's like, all right, we we have we have consequences from this. This, this is cool. Um, and I liked the like just the the throwback to like the way that you described 
like how Trinity was speaking about Linnea like you know maybe maybe she's like I'm just like oh I'm like I remember these people from MXO like like I yep just definitely definitely interacted with those people um so like thanks I hate it <laughs> for that throwback um Dan uh just throwing in the I also like the Matrix very much was was great um uh, yeah, seconding, thirding, fourthing the key. Um, and the one of I think one of them was a Benadryl was just very funny to me. Um, that was great. Matt, I liked Shane's like very kind of flat, like my knowledge, your skill and being here was just very amusing to me. Um, and I like uh like on a meta level i really uh i like your willingness to keep like turning the keys of desolation um i think that's cool and interesting and also seeing uh like yeah seeing shane like yeah kind of like cut loose and decide to be like fuck it going to the tunnels when he was the one like just like a session or so ago saying like i am really freaked out about what's going on here like and i don't really want to stay here but i'm gonna and it's, yeah, it's, like, neat to see this kind of, like, character growth from him. Wishes. Um, to fuck around and find out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we have we have keys to turn uh, if dangerous things happen. I just, I don't know. I just like seeing bad things happen and seeing if we can get out of it or not. I, that's why I play these games. I think it's really fun. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to Night Phase. I have got um uh Ben, I think I think you had a character ask if they were supposed to call in an old priest and a young priest. I like that very much. Um I I think I know what that is. Uh also the 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 collaborative work with the um answering a question um and insisting like on on the answer to that question, making having a cohesive sense to it. Uh, was pretty cool. Uh, Tracy, um, you're so good at just at like just gossip, like digging into who this Corey person is and like digging into this NPC's life. Um, and the the uh, person approaching you on the street and saying you'll always end up back here is just that is such a spooky that that got me in the in 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 the slightly uh chilling uh part uh and uh matt um oh my goodness your key to sadness was just the the getting back and realizing nobody called you all summer oh my god oh my god it's so painful um i love it so much um wishes i am uh yeah i'm 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 i I'm excited to play more of this. I'm excited to send these characters off uh, off a rail. Um, I am excited to try and figure out to try and figure out Brian more. Usually, I have a an idea of who the person is, and I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure with this Brian person. Uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, many of my stars have been covered. It really feels like um 
probably because uh I feel like I I have uh corrected some errors in the way I was running things but it feels like you all were really just like this was singing today uh things were going well you were pushing your luck you were trying to uh really digging into what was going on in a way that I think we've stumbled over in the past a little bit and it was really fun to see um unfortunately I find it really hard to take notes uh when things happen because I'm taking so many other notes um so uh a wish slight meta wish um feel free anyone else to uh take over the the clue writing I will I will read it someone else can type it in that would be handy but um stars for uh that key Dan was that was so good um and also the the cat name and the call in to Brindlewood Bay. Have you have you started playing Brindlewood Bay? Uh no, but I'm a I've I've read it and I ah. I like it. Good. Yeah. Uh because yeah, when you mentioned the the gold crown move, I'm like, oh, someone's familiar now. Um that was really good. Uh Tracy, I really I kind of want Samantha to be like, you should you should try and I don't know recruit samantha because i really liked the dynamic you were building there um it was a lot of fun and and yeah you were really driving the let's let's answer this question uh which was good and i appreciate that um matt having shane be much more willing to jump into a tunnel with a strange potential psychopomp leading the way uh was good i also appreciated that you uh were looking at unconventional ways to get through the zagreus mystery you know recruiting the guy who tried to bust your head to help sorry it didn't work out but uh i applaud you rolling with the consequences there that will be fun um yes uh this was a really good session uh and hopefully Martin will be able to join in for the next one. And we'll see where things get up to at night. This mystery in particular, I think, has a lot of fun, potentially spooky angles to it. And so I applaud you rolling with the definitely the scarier option of the two uh, questions there. Because like sad ghost, ooh, boohoo. But no, you're going fucking demon. That's good. Uh, good shit. Uh, and now we're going to a church. For sad ghost boohoo. Sad ghost boohoo. That's <laughs> that's actually what would have happened if you'd answered that. Just a lot of crying. Just, um, yeah. I'm so glad that you reacted to Dolores in the way I hoped Dolores was coming across. Uh, Dolores has some. There's some fun shit that I can do with Dolores. No spoilers. Thank you all for for playing um this was good and i look forward to the next one wish uh keep fucking around Oop. and with that i think i'll end the recording <laughs>